Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Welcome, 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 everyone, to another incredible episode of the Real Film Nerds Podcast, episode number 270. We got our first Marvel Cinematic Universe film of the year 2022, and it's a humdinger, isn't it, Mike? Oh, yeah, it's a humdinger. Matt, can you believe that we've already reviewed, this is our second multiverse movie this year? It's our second multiverse movie in just about as many weeks, too. Except for yeah, we had that that's true. weird Nicolas Cage movie in between. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Although that was a fun movie, too. So go back and listen to last week's episode 269 if you want to hear about Nick Cage. Oh, dude, talking about that, if you get a chance, sit down and watch his Wired interview. You know, Wired does that autofill interview through Google. Oh, yeah, yeah. His is really, really fun. He has some interesting things, and he's like, nope, I'm not answering that. <laughs> He said, "Nice." oh, just to sum it up, just real quick, the first question was like, what is his favorite Nicolas Cage movie? Totally didn't anticipate this. He said, Pig. I thought for sure it was going to be like Con Air or something. Huh. And then he said, the another question was, what was his most difficult role he's ever played? He said, the movie reviewed last week. Wow. Okay. So anyways, yeah, watch it. It's It's worth it. It's worth it. It's a good watch. So. Okay, well, back on topic, Mike, Real Film Nerds, episode number 270, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Go ahead and break it down for us. All right, Matt. Uh, so this movie was directed by Sam Raimi. It was written by Michael Waldron. It's starring Bene- Benedict Cumberbatch, Elizabeth Olsen, uh, Benedict Wong, Sochi Gomez, Rachel McAdams. And this movie is about Dr. Stephen Strange casts a forbidden spell that opens a doorway to the multiverse, including alternative versions of himself, whose threat to humanity is too great for the combined forces of Strange, Wong, and Wanda Maximoff. You almost said it, Mike. You almost said it. What What did I almost say? You caught yourself. The, uh, his real name is Benedict Cucumber Snatch. <laughs> yeah I, I did i did almost say it dude you kept saying it right before the podcast you really got you, you got my mind going i did i did i was trying to enter the multiverse into your brain so all right mike w- right off the topic let's just say this uh we're just gonna spoil like from the start um if you don't want this movie spoiled we'll try not to here at the beginning but it's kind of hard not to it's an mcu movie it's our namesake it's what we do we'll do our best not to spoil it but we probably will. So one aspect that I found interesting speaking about multiple multiverse films is how in this movie, your dreams are really your alternate universe selves. I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, that, that is interesting, Matt. That's a, uh, that helps to explain the dreams, you know, like everyone always has weird dreams of doing all kinds of weird stuff. And they can't quite remember it. And yeah, it's a good way to explain it. No, I thought it was cool. It's it's an interesting concept, but then it's also kind of screwed up. Like they even touched on it in the film where they talk about, uh, what about that dream where I'm always constantly falling? He's like, yep, that's a multiverse. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. I mean, I guess this isn't too much of a giveaway, but the, the multiverse that was like paint 
or whatever. Yeah. That was interesting. Yeah, that was cool too. Yeah, that's not a huge giveaway. Uh, you, we actually visually got to see that one. There were some fun ones, but they, they flipped through them really, really fast versus our recent other multiverse film recently, everywhere, everything, everywhere, all at once. Um, there you get to really dive into it a little bit more. This one, you just get kind of flashes except for the couple that Doctor Strange and uh, America Chavez, that's a big spoiler right there, but she's listed as a cast member, so just know that. America Chavez go and spend a lot of time in. Yeah, yeah. I I, I think that might be one of my complaints about this movie, actually. Matt, is it says it's the multiverse of madness, and I don't think they did enough multiversing. You know how last week you were talking about, you know, do you think this is going to out multiverse uh, everything all, everything, everywhere, all at once? Got it. Nailed uh, it. Dude, I know. It's yeah. hard to try and remember that. So let's just refer to it as like everything from here on out, just so we don't have to try and say it again. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't think this did quite a good as a job on uh, dealing with all the multiverses. Uh, the, you're right. There's a few that they visit for a little longer than very quickly but i don't know mike i agree i think the uh time spent in the multiverses was not enough it wasn't interesting enough and it also wasn't crazy enough it's called the multiverse of madness and honestly this movie has some craziness to it but nowhere near as what i thought they were going to do i thought it was going to be a lot more insane and kooky and out there i mean this was almost like marvel being like hey sam raimi here's carte blanche do what you want and he basically remade evil dead too yeah, that's that's an interesting way of looking at it, Matt. I didn't even think about it like that. But what I did think about was maybe they dumbed it down so everyone could understand it. Because multiverse can be pretty darn confusing. And maybe they had to widen it to a broader audience, which I hate to say, but that might be part of the reason. Yeah, well, as we discussed before, I mean, my mom and dad had a very hard time with everything. Uh, my mom saw this one twice. She saw it once with my pops and then saw it again with my sister for her birthday slash Mother's Day celebration. And uh, my mom really liked this one. She liked it so much better than everything. And I think that's partially because she had my sister and my brother-in-law sitting there talking to her and explaining it to her. And also the pure and simple fact she saw it more than once. Okay. All right. Yep. So... I didn't think it was very multiversey or madnessy, but was it fun? Yeah, it was fun. It was a good movie. Like, uh, MCUs continue to 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 move move forward with you know good movies. I agree, Mike. I had a good time, but I think it could have been better. I I really do. I think it could have been a lot better. What I loved was Sam Raimi, uh, really horroring it up. I mean, this is the most gruesome dark horror movie for the mcu we've gotten to date easily and i enjoyed that that that's a major aspect i really enjoyed but i don't think he pushed it enough yeah well i mean it was good to see sam rainey doing some some big time uh directing again because he kind of got he really got I, I don't know canceled i guess uh for after the the spider-man 3 he just got just pooped on i feel like he didn't the, everyone hated it so much they were like yeah you can never do anything again but he's back 
it was bad, but it wasn't that bad. And his thoughts for Spider-Man 4 would have been amazing if they actually came to fruition. But, you know, shit happens and life moves on, I guess is a good way to put it. Um. Okay, Matt. I, I think I'm with you. I don't think we can go too much further without spoiling it. So uh, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and ask you, what are you drinking this fine morning, evening, afternoon? Well, Michael, thank you for asking. I'm not drinking anything fancy. I'm just drinking fridge beers because that's all I got because I haven't been to the store in forever. Mike, I'm drinking one of my three Shiner Box left in the refrigerator. And so a good old-fashioned Texas beer, Shiner Box. All right. Nice stuff, man. Well, I'm not drinking anything too fancy. I'm just drinking uh, It's a Founders All Day IPA. And it's just kind of a lighter what they call sessionable IPA. What the hell does that mean? You can drink more than one and not get shitty? Yes, that's essentially what it means. It's lower alcohol and still real hoppy. Hell yeah, nailed it. Woo! All right, Mike. So I would ask you what the tie-ins for the Marvel Cinematic Universe are, but guess what? There are none because this is a Marvel Cinematic Universe movie, so we don't do that section. So we'll get right into it. Your favorite part of the show uh, I purposely waited and did the MCU first. Mike, what is your really terrible dad joke today? I got dad jokes. I don't think they understand, though. Gotta think I'm funny. Other people never laugh, though. Dad jokes. Well, Matt, um, this one's good. What did the painting... Why did the painting go to jail? Because he had stripes? It was framed. Oh! Is that the reaction you wanted? Yeah, that was a good one. Okay, good. Got it. All right. I just got to be fake from here on out. Every single time you tell a dad joke and Michael have a nice big smile on his face. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Cool. Cool. Got it. So, you know, I got to fake it with you and my girlfriend. Yeah, nothing nothing out of the normal there, right? Nothing new. How it is. I can only do so much, Mike. He's shaking his head for those of you who can't see the video. Right. Moving on, Matt. Moving on. All right. Next section. Let's go ahead and open up spoilers full bore, Mike. Just take that tap and just crank it all the way open. Uh, I will let you start because I know what I want to talk about. I want to know what you want to talk about. Okay. Well, I I did like this movie and and the various uh, jumping back and forth. Uh, one thing that was interesting in this movie that uh, I don't know, if, I mean, I'm sure it was on purpose, but um, America Chavez's character has two moms. Yes, that's uh, in. So America Chavez, I don't read her books, really. I'm not a super huge fan of her. Um, she's a fairly new Marvel character in the comic book world and just Marvel in general. And that was one of the big things when uh, she was introduced is that she has two moms. Okay, yeah. Um, another thing I li- I liked seeing, I wasn't sure if she would actually be in it again, was uh, Rachel McAdams' character was in it again. and um, Not a ton, but uh, it was a little bit of an interesting kind of side story thing going on there. So She was in it a whole hell of a lot more than the original Doctor Strange, that's for sure. Yeah, I guess she was, yeah. I mean, she actually had a storyline and characters, and she advanced the plot. 
granted it was a multiverse version of her with red hair, but still she was in the movie. I thought that was cool. I didn't expect that, honestly. I thought, you know, just moving on to different things and uh, yeah. Um, yeah. And then, you know, who had a really good, awesome performance was uh, Elizabeth Olsen as Wanda. She was she was like half star of the movie, man. I don't know. Like, would, uh, would you call her more of the star than... I would say, yeah, this movie is more of a story about Scarlet Witch, Elizabeth Olsen, Wanda Maximoff, whatever you want to call her. Um, but yeah, I, I'd say it's more her story. I love that uh, all the trailers made it seem like the villain was going to be evil Doctor Strange from uh, the What If series, and it was not. It was, spoiler, Scarlet Witch, and I absolutely love that. Seeing the fallen hero become the villain, that that was awesome. I, I mean, maybe they shouldn't even call it a Doctor Strange movie. Maybe it should be, you know, Scarlet Witch in the Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, I mean, I do feel like she she kind of stole the movie and it was in the movie maybe longer. I, I don't know. I, screen time-wise, I'm not sure who had more, but I, I bet it's pretty even with uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Doctor Strange and, and and Wanda. I don't know. It was it was awesome. And one thing we do have to say and preface, and I made my mom do this. Sorry, my voice sounds like it's really screwed up. I don't know what's going on. I think it's my allergies. But anyways, we need to preface this. If you are going to go and watch this movie and you've made it this far into the podcast, <laughs> definitely watch WandaVision. Because WandaVision leads directly into Scarlet Witch's character in this film. Because otherwise you won't understand where Scarlet Witch came from and why she is even who she is now. You still think she's just Wanda. And it, she's a hell of a lot worse than Wanda now. Okay. Uh, good good advice, Matt. Good advice. So, all right, Mike. My turn? Because these are massive yeah. spoilers. Okay, all right. You you go for it, man. Okay, you so go. in the in the multiverse where we spend some time, we get four pretty awesome cameos. Uh one of them is teased, actually two of them are teased in the second trailer. We get um Professor X, played by our boy uh from Star Trek and the X-Men movies. Of course, I'm burping instead of saying his name. Mike Bueller, you got his name for me? Uh, Patrick, oh, Patrick, man, I can't think of it. Hold on. Oh, Mike's going to the Googles. I'm, I'm testing Mike's wits. It's not Bruce Campbell. No, no, that's a hell of a Patrick Stewart, man. Patrick, Patrick Stewart. Stewart. And there's a Dang. Bruce Campbell is an awesome cameo, but that was expected because Bruce Campbell's literally in every single Sam Raimi movie. He has a cameo literally. And that's where that evil dead comment comes from because, uh, was it, I think it was Benedict Cucumber Snatch was the one that had him uh, hit himself for like three weeks straight. And that's straight yeah. up out of Evil Dead where his, his, I think it's his left arm. Is it his left hand or is it right, right hand? Any, one of them gets possessed and beats the shit out of him throughout that whole movie. Same thing. It's like a callback to that. Also, oh, Mike, did you see the Evil Dead car in the one? No, multiverse? I didn't see it. No. You didn't see it? Oh, dude, I caught it, like, right away. It's, like, right in the middle of the scene. So they go to that one multiverse where it's, like, all kind of, like, 
beaten down and everything and it's like a city and then oh yeah they're for there for a little bit and they go to another one the one of the cars that's floating in there is the car from uh um evil dead army of darkness oh man okay now i have to go watch it again <laughs> okay all right i'll wait <laughs> i'm not gonna wait um so i like those cameos uh of course we got to talk about one of my favorites, Captain Carter. That's straight out of What If in the comic books. It's uh, what if uh, Agent Carter became Captain America. Uh, I'm not happy what happened to any of those characters. Um, there's also Black Bolt, and it is not the Black Bolt from the TV show. It's the legit Black Bolt. That was awesome. Um, and then the one that caught me off guard, I did not see it coming. People have been teasing it and wanting it forever. 100% fan service. God, I hope at least two uh a film and him actually doing it but is uh jim as uh, uh reed richards uh mr fantastic that was awesome yeah dude that was uh that was really surprising to me i was like whoa the fans have been asking for it for years because they think him and emily blunt would be just perfect and they would be that's john krasinski for those of you who don't know like jim from the office but it it sucks because that whole thing with all those cameos is over way too quick. And that's one of the problems with the multiverse is they can do like quick little cameos like that and never come back again. God, I hope that doesn't happen. I honestly, I really am hoping that this leads to the X-Men finally being in the MCU. Fantastic Four finally being in the MCU. Um, I would love to see a Captain Carter movie, but I just don't think she has the kind of oomph. But we'll see. We'll see. I love the show. Agent Carter was wonderful. I really like that show. I think it's on Disney Plus now, too. Uh, Yeah, I think so. It was part of you know the Fox acquisition and all that, but I think it got moved over when all the Netflix shows got moved over to Disney Plus. Okay. Yeah, that was just recently, like uh, February? Yeah, like a couple no, months March. ago. March. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. March. Yeah. So, okay. Well, that was the one I wanted to talk about. I know a lot of people are giving a lot of hate for all those cameos, especially what happened to the characters, which I'm not going to discuss. That's way too much of a spoiler, but um, it was a hell of a lot of fun. I'll say that. I wish there was more, especially Patrick Stewart. He is like the best freaking professor X ever. And they even have him in his little car and everything. Oh my God, dude. I loved it. I loved it. Yeah. No, I, I, I thought that was fun and it was, I was totally surprised. I didn't see any of that stuff coming. I mean, I knew there were, I okay, I knew there would be some sort of cameo or something, but I didn't see that. Well, in the second trailer, you see Captain Carter's shield, and she has a distinctly different shield than Captain America that's all hers because it has the British flag in the middle instead of the American flag. And then um you hear Patrick Swayze's voice at the end of the second trailer. And so that's how you know there's gonna be an X-Men reference. Now I didn't expect it to actually be Patrick Swayze, but the Illuminati the Illuminati is a big deal in the Marvel universe. And yes, that is a thing. Um, although, uh, Dr. Strange is typically on the Illuminati, which they had the source of Supreme on it in the film, but it's not Dr. Strange in that multiverse. It's, you know, uh, Baron Mordo instead of Dr. Strange, but the Illuminati, they make all these really hardcore, crazy decisions. I can tell you exactly where we're going for the next big movie. It'll probably be Avengers, but they're going to do a storyline that's fairly new. It's probably about, 10 years old it's about incursions and um basically the center point of every single universe is earth and the earth starts slamming into each other in uh these incursions that it's a hard to explain how they start happening but basically 
effing with the multiverse is what causes them to happen. And the reason why they came out with the storyline, one of the reasons, in Marvel was because they had too many universes going on. And so they decided to destroy all of them, but keep certain characters they wanted to keep. So, like, for instance, Mike, you remember the Miles Morales Spider-Man, right? Yeah. From Spider-Verse? They wanted to keep him because he's a very, very good comic book, a very good character. They wanted to keep him. So they had him, his whole universe explode, but they kept him because he was on Earth 616 when the incursion happened. Anyways, that's where what we're in store for. I don't know how long it's going to take him to do it, but that'll probably be phase five or six, and we'll see. All right, man. Wow. That was a lot. Uh, you accidentally said Patrick Swayze. Did I say Swayze instead of Stewart? Damn it. I missed me some Patrick Swayze. That dude is awesome. Damn it. Yeah, were you, were you just having a, a flashback of Dirty Dancing and you're like, no one puts baby in a corner? That's what my dreams are at night is I go, when I sleep, it's myself as Patrick Swayze in Dirty Dancing. That's the multiverse I live in in my dreams. What multiverse do you live in in your dreams, Mike? I don't know. One that involves Scarlett Johansson's bed. Damn, that hurts. That really hurts because that's my girl. <laughs> Is she still Black Widow? Uh, sometimes. Yeah. Depends if it's your birthday or not. Yep. <laughs> All right, Mike. What else do you want to add about the Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness? I mean, we've covered quite a bit. You know, I, it's a good film. It's fun. I enjoyed it. Um, America Chavez, I, I, I just am not super vested in her, but I understand she's a big point in this film. She's a big point that probably going forward, uh, my favorite character, Dr. Strange and, uh, uh, Wanda Maximoff. I think they both were fantastic. Oh, I loved Wong too. He did a great job. He's still Sorcerer Supreme. Technically. I love that. That was a lot of fun. And the fact that, um, um, Wanda Maximoff, attacked um oh god they're they're not their sanctuary but their um training facility what the hell do they call that oh yeah what do they uh, call that uh i forgot what they call it but like that place is supposed to be un unable to find and all that other stuff and then that's why they realized oh shit she tracked us and found it i, I like that that was an interesting battle and it shows you you finally get to see how powerful scarlet witch really is she's one of oh, like dude, the, she's just the top 10 most powerful marvel characters like ever yeah no she was just brutal man like they had no chance yeah like literally in the comic books uh i won't say what storyline or whatever i won't spoil that much but literally in the comic books she wipes out 90 percent of the mutants by basically almost snapping her fingers like she just thinks about it and wipes all of them out like at the drop of a hat it's crazy wow wow yeah she is insanely powerful and i think she's finally getting shown to be that powerful in the films finally yeah that's good it is good um yeah, man, I th- I think this movie was was uh, fun, and you know it was good to see Doctor Strange again. I mean, we just saw him in in the Spider Man, but you know him starring, and then Wanda as well. Like she was amazing. So this was this was another good one, and it's making it, you know it's doing a killing at the box office. I think it did better even than Disney thought it would do. So wow, I'm just happy to see people going back to the theaters. Granted, they're not going back for every single movie. Marvel movies, big blockbusters, always move people. 
Uh, I'm interested to see what happens here in a couple of weeks, Mike. Oh, yeah? For, for, for Top Gun? Yes, sir. Not to keep talking about Top Gun, but I'm so excited for that movie. Top Gun Maverick. I'm so excited for that. It's going to be so good. I hope it is. It better be good. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so speaking about movies in the future, Mike, next week is your pick. What are we talking about next week? Oh, we're going to talk about a remake of a movie that I liked from the 80s, and it's called Firestarter. Dude, I honestly don't remember watching the original. Who's, and who it was is, in it? Um, I don't... Uh, there's one person that was kind of big, but it's it's about a girl who has, like, powers to start fires. And it's uh, based on a Stephen King novel. So is she like the Human Torch from the Fantastic Four? I guess, sort of. Does she light herself on fire and be completely engulfed in flames and fly around? Not like that. Does she have a family that's not really her family, but she calls it her family? (laughs) It's been a while, Matt. I'd have to watch the movie. Damn it, Mike. Okay, well, we'll find out next week because that's where we're going to watch it. Mike, where can our listeners watch it, though? Oh, so this is fun. Uh, This is a dual release. So this is all going to be on Peacock Streaming and in the theaters at the same time. Well, all right. So if you got the Peacock, you can watch it. I think that's how Mike and I are probably going to watch it, then go into the theaters. But uh, who knows? We'll find out. Maybe I'll get a few hours of silence and go to the theaters. Who knows? I think I'll be too busy feeding animals. Oh, Matt. um, So this is terrible. I didn't remember this. Uh, Drew Barrymore is the star of Firestarter. Oh, in the original? Yeah, dude. And and Martin Sheen's in it. Oh shit, dude. I might have seen that. Yeah, dude. She was a it's kid, from... right? She was like like 10, 11, yeah, 12, something yeah, like that. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. This is 84. Yeah, she that would have been her movie right after ET. Yeah, I think I might have seen this. It's been forever though. Yeah. We'll check it out. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. All right, Mike. Do we have a giveaway, Matt? No, we don't have a giveaway yet. Oh, okay. All right. We're 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 hoping okay, we'll talk about it a little bit. Um we're hoping we'll have possibly a couple giveaways in the near future. We were requested if we wanted to participate in some and I replied back yes. So be on the lookout in the next month or two of giveaways. So because they usually schedule them out ahead of time. So just remember we ask a simple question. All you have to do is email us. We take your name, we put it in a random number generator. If you win you get a free movie out of it. It might be a rental. It might be a Blu-ray. It might be an actual digital code. We've had all kinds of different walks of life on that. So yeah, it's awesome. I mean, we've really, I love giveaways. Our listeners love them. You know, you guys love them. If you don't participate, we don't get them. So keep participating. Uh, let's see. What else do we have? Uh, Firestarter. We got that out of the way. Oh yeah, that's right. Mike, how many reels do you give? Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Oh, uh, man, I'm going to give this one four reels out of five. I had a good time. Well, Mike, I also give it four reels out of five. I thought it was wonderful. I almost gave it more, but I I wanted more. So I think it deserves a full reel deduction. I, I, I think it wasn't very multiverse but it's okay. I mean, that that's fine. It's just the title made you think there was going to be lots of multiverse stuff and it was going to be madness and I don't know, wasn't. I wanted more. A little bit bit dumbed down. Yep. We talked about it earlier. I wanted more madness. I wanted more multiverse. I wanted more craziness. Uh, This clearly is leading into the next film or 
trilogy or whatever. I mean, there's a huge cameo in the mid credit scenes. Did you catch that one, Mike? Uh, let's see. I the the end credit scene I got, which was funny, which was Bruce. Yep, that was good. Yeah, that was good. Uh, yeah, the what well, well, uh, was Charlize well, Theron. Oh yeah, yeah. And to cast an actress like that is very telling that she is going to be a major part of the MCU coming up real fast. It's it's exciting. Hopefully they do it right. Hopefully they do her character right too, but we'll see. So uh, just a heads up, everybody, there's no radio this week afterwards, so this will be the end of the podcast. Uh, my radio host is out of town, enjoying herself, taking some weeks off. Uh, must be lucky. Must be nice. I don't know what that's like. Uh, I'm good with a few hours. Yeah, yeah. Man, you're lucky if you can watch the movie in the theater without being interrupted. Dude, I had a hard time. I had a hard time this week. I really did. But I was I actually went and saw it early. I saw it at like four or five o'clock on Thursday. Nice. I saw it on Thursday as well, but it was like seven thirty because that was the only time I could get out. That that's more akin to where I wanted to be. Or I I like going to the later shows, but I mean there was next to nobody at this one. I mean for a premiere opening day. Granted, it was you know in the middle of the day when everybody's still at work and school and stuff. So I think that factored in. But it, it was nice. It was nice. So all right, next week. Firestarter on the Peacock or in the theaters. Mike, do your thing. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Make sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And uh, we'll catch you on the next pod. Go out there, stream a movie on Peacock or, or whatever, Netflix. Or go watch a movie in the theater. Uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is a good one. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you for listening to The Real Film Nerds. Now, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Real Film Nerds. Now, go out and catch a movie.